Welcome to Sudoku Book Club, where we finally get around to the books that have been sitting on our shelves for forever. I'm Emily Miner. And I'm Leif Nelson. And today, we talk about a book that I did not promise you. <laughs> because of that's how I roll. What was the book that you promised us? Okay, so, and I'm so sorry, but I am don't have the author's name in front of me. I was going to read a book about apartheid called Apart. And I'll get into that later. But long story short, for now, I did not read it. <laughs> I read about 10 pages of it. <laughs> and it is a short book. But anyway, we'll get to that in a little bit. I am almost positive that it will be featured on this show at some point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're but, just extending the process. Right. Exactly. And you know what? I... Give myself permit, full permission to do that. <laughs> because this is my life, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So instead of reading a book about apartheid, I went much lighter and read a book about Hurricane Katrina. <laughs> so. um, Yeah, I read... Uh, I don't know what order this kind of technically comes in. I guess I could look at the, like, copyright. But anyway, um, A.D., uh, longer title, New Orleans After the Deluge. So A.D. stands for After the Deluge. Um, and it is by Josh Neufeld. And it is a graphic novel. Um, he is a, like, comics journalist, or at least he was for this book. <laughs> Um, I think he is in general. Okay. <laughs> um, but basically, this book follows seven people. Um, I don't really want to call them characters because this is all nonfiction. Um, as told to Neufeld through like phone interviews and things like that. Um, but it follows seven characters who basically experienced the hurricane in lots of different ways. The majority of them sort of tells their story, how they dealt with it because they were still in New Orleans when everything happened. And then there is, I th actually, I think only one character who he and his family did leave. Mm -hmm. um, but he's literally not been back, I don't think. Gotcha. Um, because he was a senior in high school and so, and like had, came from a, I don't know. They had enough money that like he went to college after that and then studied abroad. And so he's, I don't think he's been back Yeah. Um, to, to my memory at the end. But anyway, so it like follows, obviously it makes sense. The majority of the book is sort of, the the days leading up to the hurricane, right? The actual event. And then after the hurricane passes, I'm not sure if a lot of people who aren't from New Orleans or weren't super plugged in to the news at the time, like I was still fairly young when it happened. So I actually didn't remember the fact that the hurricane had passed and had turned and it was not raining anymore mm. in the city. And that's when the levees broke. Gotcha. It didn't happen at the same time. And I I don't know why, but for some reason that was like kind of interesting to me. Like 
the distinction. I just assumed that it all happened at once. But it was like, in the book, it's very much like, oh, it's past. That wasn't so bad. Like, it wasn't the hurricane itself that just absolutely, I mean, obviously it didn't do any good. Mm -hmm. But like, it was the levees breaking that really just totally flooded. Um a lot of those neighborhoods. So, um, anyway, uh, it was really good. I literally read it in one sitting, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty typical for me with like comic stuff. But yeah, it was really, really good. I really liked the art style, which I actually kind of want to talk about um, a fair bit here. So I'm going to mm-hmm. move the mic a little bit so I can kind of maneuver this. So, hopefully we can post some of these on Twitter. Um, but I'm just going to show Leaf for a minute. So, the entire art style for the book is very, like, high contrast. Um, there's usually only a couple of colors going on at a time. Uh, unless you count, like, white or black as a third color. Um yeah, it's very so, monochrome. Yeah, very much. Usually either in like really, I mean, they're u- usually still like high contrast colors as in like um, there's a big difference in the level of saturation of the two colors. But sometimes it's also like... Um, I'm saying I, like as you're flipping through like yeah. big chunks of pages are all the same color. Is that like, does it change with each story? With every day oh okay yeah so it doesn't really have chapters it's separated by what day it is um there are technically three big sec i think three large sections of the book it's like before during and after basically um but otherwise yeah it's like marked by the day and sometimes they're the same from day to day but they from my memory they don't really switch oh Yes, that's still the same day. So sometimes it's between stories. But anyway, it's mm-hmm. really cool. Like high contrast yellow and orange, dark purple and light purple. I just really liked the look of it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's not much more complicated than that, mm-hmm. but it was really effective for me. Um, And then uh, something else that I really liked about it was the use of the large spread. So most of the book is pretty typical and it's like, uh, it's like, it's like pretty typical, like panel usage with then, you know, every once in a while in like a sort of a moment that you want to linger on, it has a full page spread panel. Um, and I think it makes really good use of that. So like sometimes it'll go in really small. We're looking at a page where it's sort of zoomed in on some mosquitoes Mm-hmm. really close and the noise the skeeters, mosquitoes are making with the buzz and then just a couple of pages after that we've got the mosquitoes and then like 30 pages later it's a big zoom mm-hmm. out and we've got a helicopter so similar sort of like flying thing right, right. with its noise that it's making and it's the whoop 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 of the yeah. of the chopper it's interesting to me because both of those having not read any of the book like seem very like kind of 
quiet, solitary moments mm-hmm. when usually, like, when most people think of comic books, they're thinking of superheroes, and usually a two-page spread is going to be, like, a big fight scene or, like, mm. something epic. No, and, yeah. Like, these are both, like, okay, really... So- yeah tiny totally so every single time that it sort of breaks like this it's very much like either really like a kind of a quiet sort of like cerebral moment Mm -hmm. but also sometimes like really ominous so i'm going to show you a couple of others that show the hurricane sort of looming really well um Sorry, this is so visual, but I love. I think this might be just my favorite one of the whole book, just because of how terrifying it looks. Yeah. So we're gonna try and post this, but it's like a dark green, light green, um, kind of as though you're like looking at it from just above, like the city skyline, mm-hmm. and you're just watching the hurricane approach, yeah. and it's so like dark and looming over the city. Um, and then they've got the little text box down there that says, we just have to pray for the best and see what he has in store talking about God or, Mm -hmm. um, but it's very much like, I don't know. I like the, I like the use of that text box because it's like they were on the pages before the family's talking about, you know, making sure that, you know, things are in God's hands and things like that. But then it's like on the next page, this other enormous force, right? Mm-hmm. Like just huge. I also um, like the color because it's like kind of like this sickly yellow that yeah. I don't know what hurricane like formations are like, but we live in like Tornado Alley. So like when we see yellow skies, it's like, ooh, that's ugly. Right. That's- <laughs> Absolutely. It's like when I see that color in the sky, it like almost makes me feel sick. Yeah. Right. Um, so Yeah. You're right. I didn't even think about the color, but that makes total sense. Um, And then the last big one that I want to show. It's the same color palette. And this time it's kind of on a, what do you call this? A tilt? Um, a Dutch angle. Yeah, it's on a Dutch angle. And we have, um, she is my favorite character. I think her <laughs> name is Denise, but I will double check. Um... And she is running in the rain through the neighborhoods. So to give a little background, her mom is her kind of older um, mom, elderly almost mom, is like a nurse or a nurse's aide and works at the hospital. And the hospital promised that she and like her like a couple of people in her family her close family would have like a room at the hospital to stay Mm. in to be a little safer you know up several floors and then they gave the floor away and basically it was going to be like they were going to be sleeping in the hallways with everybody else in the hospital and denise is like fuck that shit (laughs) i'm not doing that and i think that's actually what she's saying in this uh text bubble yeah yeah literally that Okay, I can say it because it's a quote. (laughs) Fuck that shit. If I wanted to stay in a common area, I would have gone to the fucking Superdome, which she does even end up going to the Superdome later in the the timeline um, because the buses drop her off there. (laughs) But anyway, she ends up, she's like running through the rain and it's at this Dutch angle and we've got the rain coming down at the opposite angle and Mm. it's just very like, and you've got the storm clouds above 
and because it's a storm i'm also thinking about the color and it's almost like lightning coming down mm-hmm. like the bright light of lightning is lighting up everything um it's just like really like we've got the big scary hurricane a mm-hmm. few pages back and then this is very much like it's like coming down on okay. her anyway you said it was a comics journalist is this a one person book or is it mm-hmm. like a team Nope, it's just him. He did the investigating, the research, he wrote it, he drew it. Gotcha. Just him. Um, yeah, it's really, really good. <laughs> I mean, it was a multi-year project because he interviewed them even after everything happened, right? Like, mm-hmm. a, up to, like, a couple of years, I think, after Hurricane Katrina. Um, and originally, I should maybe double-check... But from what I remember, he sort of writes into a little epilogue in the back of this. Um, and in the acknowledgments, it, he sort of talks about how originally this was, like, essentially like a, a series of comics essays he did mm-hmm. online. And then they turned it into a book. So I think it was sort of like a long-form project online. And then it got published gotcha. as a physical copy. Um, but yeah, so just visually, it's really, really effective to me. The other sort of thing I want to talk about, about the content of the book, just a couple of things that I liked that it did well story-wise. Um, I thought that Neufeld did a good job of really hitting home, like, why people stayed, because... When I, I remember when it happened, I was probably like 12 or 13. And for context, I mean, like I grew up in Illinois, like not, (laughs) I have no family in the South. Like this did not directly affect me. So it was on the news a lot, but like, I, that's really the only place I got my information or like heard anything about Mm -hmm. it or like from family. And that's just something that I heard a lot. And I remember hearing about like, well, there was like a call to evacuate. Like, why didn't people leave? Um, and there are a lot of different reasons, right? Like at the beginning of the book, you have sort of the different justifications for lots of different characters. For some of them, it's like, We've had other hurricanes, and yeah, like, they cause damage, but every time they've turned back away from the coast, like, we will be okay, this is where we live, right? Like, um, and also, that call to evacuation was put out really late, Mm. like, um, like, too late for a lot of people, and it was, like, so, so many people stuck on the highway trying to get out, And then there is one particular page that explains it pretty well. So let me look it up. So two of the characters that I haven't really talked about. Again, they're not characters. Two of the people I haven't (laughs) talked about yet um, are like a young couple. um, One of whom, this is not related to this particular page, what I have to talk about. But the guy in the couple is like a 
comics comic books collector gotcha. right just like boxes upon boxes upon boxes of comic books and it's just his personal collection mm-hmm. he likes comics he literally salvaged one comic from that entire collection wow. because they did end up leaving like last minute they were like okay we're gonna hit the road like we're gonna go right but they're a young couple they're broke and this is them sort of driving I don't remember where they're heading to at this point, Um, but it's after the major storm has passed and they turn on the radio and the um, radio man. (laughs) The The DJ? The the announcer? (laughs) Yeah, that dude. (laughs) Um, Says the same thing, right? Like, why didn't they leave before the storm? What's wrong with all of them? And this couple is talking about it and they're like, okay, This person is dense. Like, we are lucky enough that we somehow were able to leave. But, like, even we have, like, $100, like, to our names, basically, right now. Like, that does not buy that much gas. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, it does, like, maybe enough to get out. But, like, you need other things. And if you have kids and whatever, Mm -hmm. like... And the evacuation call was made so late. Um... Oh, and he says, okay, I'm going to quote it here. What these idiots don't realize is that when the evacuations were called, it was only the 26th. If somebody was waiting for a paycheck slated to come today, the first of the month, they weren't going to see it. Or if they're waiting for a government check, right? that's not going to happen either, right? Um, And I'm going to come back to this a little bit later too, but obviously like we're in the middle of a pandemic right now um and that made me think about how right now or like in the past couple of weeks it's been like why are there people still working right Right. like why are you going to work at your restaurant at your bar or whatever before it was probably closed um if you're not feeling well, if you don't know if you're sick, Mm -hmm. right? And the fact of the matter is that, like, people still have to pay their rent. Like, we, you know, right right now, apparently everybody's gonna get a check for $1,200. But, like, if your rent isn't suspended, you're not gonna see that money in time, right? Like, So don't, like, come to me being like, (laughs) don't come at me. I mean, I'm very lucky, right? Like, I get to work from home. I'm incredibly lucky. But, like, a lot of people, that's just not the nature of the job. Yeah, like, I can't Right, right. I might be able to. Well, I'm still finding that out. (laughs) But, like, for some people, like, going to the building is the job. Right. Like, if you work at a restaurant, you can't do that from home. (laughs) Um, and if that's your income, if you're paycheck to paycheck or even anywhere close to that, you're gonna go to work because you know you're probably not gonna see any money anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So that was really great. Um, I liked that he didn't just ignore that fact and be like, Ugh, they stayed for like dumb reasons yeah. or whatever, right? Um, And then the other thing that is kind of more briefly touched upon, but it's just a couple of pages before. Um, So 
back to, I've got to make sure that I'm, I'm actually have her name right. It is Denise. Okay. <laughs> Denise, my favorite. So at this point in the story, we're pretty late. Like the levees have bro- like have been breached. Um, and she and her elderly mom and her niece and her niece's young daughter are all waiting at the Superdome, supposedly for buses to come pick them up and, like, take them out of the city, right? Mm-hmm. But that literally never happens. Um, and it's just, like, crowds of people. Like, there's no room inside the Superdome. Like, the bathrooms inside the Superdome are just, like, have gone to hell. Um, and there's this page where... I mean, like, they don't have food, they don't have water, it's beating down sun, mm-hmm. and a couple of times buses have come by, and they don't actually pick them up, the buses are full, and they leave without anybody, and now on this page, it's September 1st, and they hear a vehicle come down, and it's a tank, is that a tank, technically? What is that? This is not my. Uh, this is not my forte. No, it's like it's not. It's big an armored to be a vehicle tank. of some sort, but no. Yeah, with just a bunch of like police or SWAT detail, literally holding guns like down at the people, yeah. like just rolling through with guns out right. at these poor people, and they're like, "We need water! Like, please help us!" And they just roll on through mm-hmm. and like don't do anything to help yeah. and then um one page later we see these guys come through with a shopping cart full of like water food mm-hmm. medicine if you need medicine right like some clothes that kind of stuff and there are people who like there's there was again this is not just like a story. I was going to call it foreshadowing. <laughs> but like earlier in the timeline, um, you hear on the news before like, oh, they're worried about like thugs going out and mm-hmm. looting or whatever. Yeah. We literally don't see that happen. The only time we see it happen is when these guys are coming through with a full shopping cart. And the only reason they took those supplies is because they were not getting them anywhere else. And these supplies are like basic life needs. Like Mm -hmm. you need them to live. And Denise is just like, she says, I don't care where or how they got it. Without these, quote, thugs, we'd be even worse off. No one else is doing shit for us. And yeah, I just, I don't know. I really think that the author did some decent justice to that and didn't give it some spin like we should be worried, like they should have been worried or genuinely afraid about like people looting because Mm -hmm. um, people who were doing that, and I hate the word looting, but like literally just doing it to like support their community. Yeah. Um, So anyway, if uh, you feel like, Dear listener, I am preaching to the choir right now, talking to you about this. I apologize. I just got fired up and really enjoyed the way he told the story. Anyway, um, that's all I really had to say 
about the book itself. Um, I kind of wanted to switch it up this time <laughs> and talk about that first. So, um, I actually read this like probably two weeks ago at this point. Right. Which was right when everything with the coronavirus started to get really serious. Um, what day is it today? The 30th? Yep. Yeah. It's March 30th, so two weeks ago, it was the end of my spring break. We had just found out that uh, the university that I work at would uh, not be reopened (laughs) (laughs) physically. (laughs) (laughs) And to be honest, I was like (laughs) mid-spiral this week, that weekend. Yeah. Um, Like had multiple kind of panic moments Mm -hmm. major anxiety moments um and i needed to read something that took me out of what was going on yeah and this felt appropriate i guess a because well i picked i picked the i picked this book off of my shelf for a few reasons one well, I will come back to a part and talk about it on here someday. <laughs> it is sort of like a denser, like poetry slash freeform essay type mm-hmm. of genre book that is beautiful, but honestly was just a lot to kind of get through when right. I'm feeling like absolute garbage. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I, I wanted something that was easy to read genre like medium wise i guess so comics felt like it would fill that role for me um it felt appropriate because it was like in some ways a similar it felt like a similar topic as far as like changing a community forever type of thing Mm -hmm. um But also, you know, while the effects of Katrina are certainly still felt, it didn't, they're not immediate for me right now. And so, like, it sort of felt like I'm going, I'm going back in time a little bit. I'm thinking about something else. Mm -hmm. It feels kind of sick to me that I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll read a book about Katrina as escapism. That's kind of gross. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Uh, never mind. <laughs> you can leave that in. But, uh, <laughs> but on second thought, like, that's kind of weird. But anyway, I just needed something else. And it was a really beautiful book. And I think a really well-told story. Um, and super just, like, kind to all of its characters. <laughs> anyway... Uh, I probably bought the book like three years ago minimum. <laughs> it has two half price book stickers on it, which means that it was about three years minimum. Mm-hmm. But it could be, I, I could have had this for as many as like five years, I'm guessing is probably the max. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have any questions? That'd be a good place to end it. <laughs> I don't think so. You have nothing for me? I mean, there's no, like, 
are you sure it's relevant to coronavirus? Like, no, like, everything you said made sense. Like, yeah. It may, like, I get it. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, I think about, I was thinking when you were talking about the, like, thugs looting a right aid or whatever mm-hmm. grocery store, things like that. And it's, that's always an interesting thing to me because it's like, especially when, like, I, like, my vague memories of Katrina are people in the Superdome and, house housing areas flooding and people like i just popped my finger as i was counting off um and people waiting out of grocery stores with food yeah like because like literally what else are you going to do like it's gonna waste it's gonna like go bad there's like no way that is going to be of any use in 24 hours more right and also there's nobody manning that grocery store right now. <laughs> they didn't like, stick anybody up. Right. I'm sorry, but how are you expecting me to purchase these things, <laughs> even if you do have the money and are in the city? Like, yeah. what? I'm just... I hate people. Yeah. <laughs> I like everyone in this story, but... <laughs> <laughs> I think Ugh. it's just... Yeah, it's just there's always like a weird obsession by media to focus on like things that are broken or things that are like against the norm it is not normal to break into a store right. but it's also not normal to have an entire city flooded like, right like strange times call for like unorthodox methods <laughs> yeah 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 i don't know it's weird because like it like weirdly calmed me down Mm -hmm. i think just the act of reading kind of did i don't know if it was the fact that it was this particular book but like i just needed to do something where i wasn't in my own freaking head (laughs) like yeah and i was really glad that i took that night to read a book whatever Mm -hmm. book it was um and i am glad that it was this book because it was really good cool so I think that's a good place to leave it. Yeah. Read read books, folks. <laughs> Stay at home. Uh, do your job so that all of the amazing medical healthcare providers can do their job and keep you safe. And read the books that you have laying around. <laughs> Gosh, what else are you going to do? I mean, that's a little presumptive. <laughs> Shall we leave it there? Sure. We'll have to make sure that we get pictures up. uh, Yes, absolutely. Showing this sort of stuff. Yeah. All right. Before we go, I have to say thank you to the first person who left a review of our podcast. We have a review? Leave, you didn't tell me. (laughs) I did not tell you. And unfortunately, it's one of our guests. (laughs) Well, that makes perfect sense. Mm. Well, it's certainly not Nathan. Mm. My brother. Yeah, I had forgot about him. Yeah. I mean, it's We've either... had four guests. I mean, it's either Tim or Jamie. Mm-hmm. It really is a toss-up. Like, could be either one of them. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm probably going to guess that it was Tim. You would be correct. Yeah! Awesome. Yeah. What so, did Tim have to say? Did he rip us a new one? No. He gave us a five-star review. <gasps> Thank you very Fantastic. much. And uh, pretended that he hated that tim guy so oh great thank you very much you're 
our first. The first of many, I'm sure. Right. Of yeah. hundreds, thousands, <laughs> thousands of five-star <laughs> reviews. <laughs> Sorry. I'm losing it. All right. So, uh, next time, I will be reading Song of Kali by Dan Simmons, which is a horror novel, Ooh. which is going to be... Is extremely untested waters for me so i can't wait <laughs> i just added a bunch of horror movies to my netflix queues yep. so. <laughs> all right all right as always we want to give a big thank you to velt punch for letting us use their song fighting pose from the album his strange fighting pose we are incredibly grateful um, check us out on Twitter. We are at Sundoku Pod. Um, we will be sure to post the screenshots or photos of some kind uh, <laughs> to Twitter <laughs> so that, you know, maybe you could even uh, scroll through while you listen along. Um, if you're listening, go in, check it out. Um, and we will see you next time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.